Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the spirit of rivalry week, we cross over to enemy lines. He is the best and the baddest in the business when it comes to Clemson. You already know who it is. Our good friend Clemson Tom. He joins the show. Tom, what's going on, man? It is great to chat with you once again. I'm not sure that you and I have interacted much since last year's uh, rivalry games. <laughs> the trash talk that took place before, during, and after, but... In all seriousness, man, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Always a pleasure to chat with you and looking forward to chatting with you directly related to Saturday's game. What's going on, my man? Hey, man, hell of an intro. Appreciate that. But, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Um, I remember last year's um, back and forth was – I mean, I, th- I think we crashed Twitter there for a minute. I mean, you got <laughs> me back to making a YouTube video um, and everything else. And um, it was – I'll, I don't know if I told you, but because we we're going back and forth and I was driving through Augusta and it was two miles away from the house that you grew up in. And I almost went and took a picture with your mom to post it <laughs> or in front of your house or something yeah, just to been... have like the, the yeah. cherry, the cherry on top of the Twitter, the Twitter arguments that were just we were going back and forth. Man, last year was just great. And, you know, unfortunately, we lost. You guys won, beat us in Death Valley. Um it was a heck of a game, honestly, going back and forth. I don't think anybody besides you guys had y'all picked, but it was it was it was it's a fun time. It's a rivalry, man. I don't I don't take it as serious as a, as I used to, but um, it's it's what makes college football fun. You know, I was talking to a buddy today and talking about all the realignments and how it could take away, you know, certain rivalries that have been around forever. Um, we talked about Texas A&M and Texas. Now they'll probably have their rivalry back, but there's just certain ones, man. I don't care. If, if you leave a conference, join a conference, there's certain games that should never, ever, you know, get lost in the schedule. Man. This one, you know, definitely for us. Yeah, and the beauty of last year too, Tom, and again, that was my number one goal was just to bring you out of retirement, my man. So I was happy when I when I saw you post the YouTube video. It's like, <laughs> Clemson Tom is back. Clemson Tom is back. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, you know, the best part about last year, that trash talk, was it was before a really fun game, an entertaining game, yeah. a back-and-forth game, which – we hadn't really seen a back and forth South Carolina Clemson game in quite some time. And just to just to echo that, Tom, going into this game Saturday, I heard this stat. Do you realize it's the first time since 2014 the spread for the South Carolina Clemson game in Vegas is not double digits? So that really gives you an idea of just how dominant, how one-sided it had been. But before we get into the game, Tom, you mentioned the rivalry growing up with it. Obviously, it's something that gets in your blood really early. You mentioned 
You know, everybody knows I think I'm from North Augusta, South Carolina. So you're right there on the border of Georgia. I mean, I had Gamecock friends, Bulldog friends, Tiger friends. And like, that's really what made me love college football as much as I did was the back and forth, the trash talk. You always look forward to that last game. What are some of your favorite and least favorite memories of the South Carolina Clemson rivalry? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did I lose you? I'm going well. There he is. Okay. Okay. You, you might have lost me. Service. Technology is great until it isn't. <laughs> Favorite memories and least favorite <laughs> memories of the rivalry. Favorite memories and least favorite memories of the rivalry. Favorite memories is probably when we ended the five Pete. That was a fun one. Um, at the time when the teams, because I was, you know, I was in my piss and vinegar days when the teams fought. That was cool. Looking back, I wish we wouldn't have done it, but it's the rivalry. You know, always, you know, hindsight 2020, I wish that wouldn't have happened, but it did. And at the time, it was like, oh, my God, they're fighting. This is crazy. WWF. Um, least was probably, I was on the lines. It was the game that uh, uh, Swearinger hit Ellington and, like, flipped him. And I felt that we could have done something in that game. We could have. It was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we had to go for it and Dabo punted. And I left the game. I was like, Dabo quit. Dabo realized it was a loss, didn't want to go for it. And we punted it to you. I just remember how sick that made me feel. And because our defense wasn't stopping you. You guys were, you know, going down the field. You know, it it, it honestly felt like we quit. And it, it, it pissed me off, left me with a bad feeling. It was at home. And I remember just walking off the field. And it was fourth quarter. That was probably my worst one. But – Best is probably when we ended the five peat, and then we we had our own streak going. Well, we, you know, not not a trash talking, but we kind of we owned you there for a little bit, and Spurrier came in and changed the changed the script, and which made it fun looking back. You know, I hate to lose to you, but it's not a rivalry if we continue beating you. You know, you got to you got to have that one in there that you know throws the you know, the match back on the the gasoline fire, spits it back up. So I think Spurrier did a really good job of getting the rivalry back. Going back to your peak content days, Tom, you had a character called Carolina Clint. Where was that inspired yes. from? Was that was that inspired by like a guy you knew or <laughs> Gamecock fans you had interacted with? Like where take me back to where did the character Carolina Clint 
come from? I, I was in Columbia uh, visiting my mom, and I was listening to you know Gamecock Sports Talk, and every Gamecock would call in and say the most ridiculous things. Like, and some of them were they were like a stretch, you know. It was like you know, Clowney's going to win the Heisman. Connor Shaw's going to win the Heisman. Spurrier's Hall of Famer. He's going to get Coach of the Year. We could beat you know the Chicago Bears. Like the stuff they were saying, I was like, these people exist. And so I just started mocking them in the truck with my mom. She's laughing. She's like, you should do a video, but make it you know the alter ego of because people that people that know know me know me. My whole Clemson Tom thing is almost a character in a sense. You know I. I put a little piss of vinegar on it, you know, spice it up. At the end of the day, like the Clemson Tom on the YouTube is is like fun, you know. It's it's almost like I'm cutting a WWE reel. Some of the stuff I say, I, I mean, and everything else, but it's just it's to you know get you engaged and it's, it's for fun. So she talked me into doing the the opposite, but being basically I was repeating what I was hearing on the radio and Carolina, and then. Clint, so the C and the C went with it, and then that just became fun. Someone made a Twitter of Carolina Clint, and they tw- I don't even know if it's still around. It might be, it might not be. I know it was around for a few months, but that, and then I just did that, and it was, it, it made my YouTube videos more fun because I can make fun of Clemson, but from a Gamecock standpoint, and then I would just take what I would hear from both sides and just make. Carolina Clinton, its own, his own character, and those are the funnest because I could say anything I wanted to, and at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm laughing at myself, and it was, it's made it fun. And there's been some great coaching matchups, Tom, over the years. Obviously, what the, the jabs back and forth between Dabo and Spurrier, and even go back to Holtz and Bowden, and now we got a pair of coaches, obviously Dabo Sweeney at a different point in his career and Shane Beamer on the South Carolina side. And I swear to you, Tom, at some point this season, I was I was convinced that Beamer and Dabo were in a chat chain together or a text chain going back and forth, seeing, okay, who can say the more ridiculous thing this week to the media? Because it just it seemed like one comment after another from both guys was making headlines. Your thoughts on the current dynamic in the Palmetto State of the two coaches, Beamer on one side, Dabo on the other? Well, the funny thing is, is you guys always made – he says almost as a fucking Clemson, you know, bring your own guts, all the stuff he has. And then y'all made fun of us forever for it. Basically – Four man version of Dabo, and you know he's dancing around doing all this other stuff that Dabo was doing. He's talking to the media about, yeah, I don't, I don't listen to what he says unless it gets posted ninety times, and then you know then I'll listen to it. But like the chain gang was eating a hot dog, or he's pissed off at this guy, pissed off at that guy. He always crosses his arms like he's pouting, which is really funny, especially after you guys lose. I'm sure after we lose, y'all find you know the hilariousness and Dabo's rants and stuff. But it's – and then Dad was like, we're one win we're away from being undefeated. I'm like, bro, undefeated in what, man? <laughs> Are you seeing what I'm seeing on this? We're not two plays away from being undefeated. What are you talking about, bro? Both had some ridiculous things, but they're both coaches. They they both have a, a, a job to do, an identity to create within the culture of the program. So 
I'm sure they do have. I'm sure they text. I think they're they're extremely cordial with one another. Um, I like. I think. I think Beamer's a, a good dude from what I can tell. And uh, but yeah, they're. I mean, they both say some funny stuff, but that's just honestly, that's just who they are. That's what you got to love them. Yeah, admittedly, Tom, I, I'll never forget back in 2020 after Will Muschamp was fired and South Carolina's going through their coaching search and. You know, I had so many former players on the show. I was lucky enough to chat with them and, and you know, former Gamecock players talking about Shane Beamer and, and mentioning the fact that, like, everybody was comparing him to Dabo Sweeney. And it was one of those things where, like, even if you think it, like, it made you sick almost. I'm like, do we really want to keep saying this? Like, like you get what I'm saying? Like, you never want to compare the next leader of your program to the leader of your rival. <laughs> right, right, but it was just like so commonly because to your point, Gamecock fans clown Dabo forever, and then it's like, well, let's just go get our own version. So it, it's kind of funny how that works out. Uh, that brings me to this too. So it, it's been a tough year for Clemson. Um, Dabo Sweeney has caught a lot of criticism. I know you're even one that's gone on social media and just said, "Hey, Dabo, you preached best is the standard. You're not living up to what you said." What, in your opinion, it's, has gone wrong for Clemson? Because I was someone I really genuinely thought the Tigers were going to go back to the college ball playoff. I wasn't necessarily a believer in Florida State. Um, even if they didn't win the ACC, though, I didn't see Clemson being 7-4 and four at this point. So what is it? What's gone so wrong for Clemson to end up at this point this season? Honestly, we still got to develop our guys. Um, you know, Dab always preached best is the standard. What, what he means by that is your best is the standard. You know, your best might be different from my best, but he wants the best out of you, which I get. But, you know, we, we've fallen from, you know, grace almost, you know. Hopefully we're 8-4, and four, and that's a bad year for us. Y'all go 8-4, and four, and you're like, oh, it's a good year. But it's, you know, we were so spoiled, and I'll say we were spoiled. We had, you know, two quarterbacks that are going to go down in, in Clemson folklore history, it's always going to be debated who's the best out of the two. But it's tough to go from Deshaun to Trevor Lawrence, and then you kind of trickle down. DJ was supposed to be something. He didn't really turn out to be it. That was a whole you know internal debacle. And then now you got Cade. Cade's still young. He's a sophomore. He's got a new OC. I knew we we're going to have some setbacks. I knew things weren't going to click. I just didn't think it was going to take that long to click. That's what was really upsetting. Not really upsetting, but that was what was frustrating for me. And understood that we were a young team. I didn't think we'd beat Florida State. My 10-year-old, we're at the game. He's like, Dad, we're winning. I'm like, I don't think so, buddy. The whole game, he's tackling me going, I told you. I told you. Comes down to a kick and I look at him. I'm like, brother, I've been here too long, man. I just I just knew we weren't going to beat Florida State. But I was also – I was also I wasn't sold on him. I just wasn't sold on us. I didn't think we'd beat UNC until it at, towards the end of the year. I felt like we figured out who we are, what we can do, and what we can't do. But there was just some stuff during the year. I'm like, what What are y'all doing? You know, like that that internet meme is like, oh, no, baby, what are you doing? Like, just like that. Like, what? Like what? what's going on here? This isn't us. But I feel like we've, we figured out what we're going to do. It's like when you get a new grill. You're going to mess up some briskets. You're going to mess up some ribs until you figure out how to cook with this daggum thing. And then once you figure it out, like, all right, you get better and you get better and you get better. Next thing you know, you're smoking a brisket for Thanksgiving. You know, people are trusting you with it. That's honestly how I feel that we are now. We finally have gotten to understanding this is who we are. Our defense can do this. The offense can do this. Kate seems a little bit more comfortable. He seems to be more aware of everything. Wide receivers have decided, hey, maybe we should catch the ball, which I'm really loving. 
running backs are starting to feel like, hey, maybe we should break some tackles. Offensive line is like, hey, I'm going to open up this hole finally. So there are some things that feel better as we're going forward. Um, but it just I didn't I didn't think it I didn't think the season would be as bad as what it was. And at the end of the day, it's not terrible. It's just not what we expected. Now, next year, I do feel that we're going to have a better year, a new year under the new OC. You know, we've we've got so our guys that are coming in are insanely talented. No one's questioning the talent. It's just, you know, when you're going up against teams that, I mean, let's face it, we have the target on our back. You know, everybody wants to beat Clemson because, hey, you beat Clemson at the end of the day. Meanwhile, we're not where we want to be, but I have a feeling next year or year after, we're gonna we're gonna be back in the talks of the of the playoffs. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, S P or S U P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And game time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at game time. Go download the game time app or go to gametime.co. And when you do Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Now, Tom, specifically looking at this game on Saturday, what I think is really interesting, and the point you made earlier in the conversation, it's a lot more fun when you're going back and forth, one team's beating the other, then the next year it's flipped, and like that's when rivalries become really fun. So I would say this year's matchup, has more juice than it's had, more energy than quite some time. Because you look at what's on the line for both sides. You know, neither one of these teams has had the seasons they were hoping for, they were expecting. But you know as well as I do, Tom, you win that last game against the arch rival. Maybe you don't label the season a success, but it's much much easier to stomach and it's much easier to live with. So when you look at this game, you know, 
We've talked all week about the importance for South Carolina, bowl eligibility from the line. What does this game mean for Dabo and for Clemson? Because it, it feels like after a tough season, you win this game, you finish eight and four. Nobody's going to say you achieved your goals, but you lose this game. And I'm not saying Dabo gets fired or even is on the hot seat, but he's going to be resting on a bed of nails this offseason, I'd imagine, going into next year, like you mentioned. No, like I remember um, I was, we were at a prowling growl that I, I was fortunate enough to, to get to speak at. It was in Charleston, and it was right after West Virginia completely embarrassed us. And I got up, I did my did my thing, and I got to introduce Dabo, which was really cool. And he's up there talking, and he's like, I know what everyone's talking about. In my head, I'm like, he's got to address the West Virginia loss and how he's going to fix it. Not one time did he mention West Virginia. He goes, I know, I want to beat the team in Columbia as well. I, and he kept going on and on and on. I'm like, man, like he – in my mind, like, yeah, it's a rival, you want to win it, but he understands, like, this is this is big. Like, you have to beat your rival. If you don't beat your rival, I mean, think about this. If you guys beat us on Saturday, you beat, not only did you beat us, but now you're bowl eligible. If we beat you, we beat you, and we kept you out of a bowl game. You know, it's the same thing. I was talking to a, a buddy of mine's a Florida State guy, and he was like, if we lose to the Gators, we're completely out of the talks of the college football playoffs and they're bowl eligible. And it's like, if we beat them, we're supposed to, and then we got to hope to get a playoff. He's like, if we lose, we lose twice. And it was kind of the same thing with you guys. It's the dynamics are there. Everyone wants to beat their rival, but in the small state of South Carolina, that, that loss, man, when it doesn't matter, it's, it hangs over you for an entire year. And especially when I thought we had you guys beat last year at home. And you guys ended our, our home winning streak. I think it was the longest or second longest in the in the country or something weird like that. But it's it means a lot to a lot of people. And if you were to tell me, all right, I'll give you a pick, CT. Either you know you lose the Florida State or you lose the Gamecocks. I'm taking the Gamecocks every day. Because at the end of the day, I can still go to the ACC championship game with a one loss, and it's at Florida State. But if I lose to you guys, I got to hear about it on Twitter. I got to hear about it on Facebook. I got Gamecock friends. That'll just randomly just text me the score. I'm like, all right, dickhead. You know, you're lucky you're my boy. But yeah, 3130. Uh, I got to hear about it. You know, I got Florida State friends, but they don't trash talk because it's Florida State Clemson. It, 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 either way, it could go. But it's, it's something about this rivalry that it's, man, it's, in my opinion, is bigger than Ohio State Michigan. Ohio State Michigan is only bigger because Ohio State Michigan are relevant each year. And look at this year. It's a playoff, you know birth on the line right there so there's just there's so much behind it you know it's it's like the it's almost like a civil war in the state of south carolina and guys like you and i that you know tend to be on the front lines of everything man when we lose you don't want to turn the phone on you don't you want to turn the phone off a little bit and you you hate to check those notifications because you're like oh here you know Ricky the Rooster from, you know, Red Banks over here just, you know, dogging how how fat I look now and how ugly I am. I can't believe old Tater Tom, y'all, you know, my Gamecocks beat you. You suck at life. You know, you're a terrible human being. And it's like, good God, man, it's a game. But you got to hear about it. It's But it's the life that guys like you and I chose to be on the front line for everything. And it's just it is what it is. So, yeah, man, it, it means it means more than, than most than most games for sure. Tom, why do you think the road team has had so much success in this series, right? It, it's not a foolproof system, but, like, you look back over the course of the years, 
it does seem like the road team has found a way to win more often than not. Obviously, during the stretch where Clemson dominated, I mean, that team was going to win no matter where that game was oh, played. Yeah. Like, you go back to the like 90s, the like, you go back to the 90s, and it just seems like the, the road team has had a lot of success. Clemson's had a lot of success in Columbia. Why do you think that is? Because it stands, honestly, there's a little bit more of beating you guys at home during a night game. Because you got, like, I hate your fans. You hate my fans. Let's call it what it is. But beating y'all at home on a night game when y'all twirling a little towels, y'all got y'all little 2001 pumping, everyone's getting excited, y'all been boozing since 7 a.m., y'all getting a little bit louder. Something about beating y'all under the lights at your house just means more. I'm supposed to beat you in Death Valley at night. I'm supposed to beat you in Death Valley no matter what time of day. That's a home game for me. But if I can beat you at your house, shoot, I'll take that all day. Tom, this has been electric, my friend. One last thing. You don't have to necessarily lock in a prediction. I will tell you, and I, you may have seen on social media, but I do have Clemson winning the football game 27-20. to 20. I think running game, turnovers. At the end of the day, I do think Clemson's got more. I, I do think it's a 50-50 game could go either way. If Clemson's turnover problems yeah. persist like they have all year, who knows what may happen? What's your feeling on this game going into Saturday? Confidence level, and like I said, if you got a pick, you're welcome to share. But just overall vibe going into this one. I just think our D line linebackers are going to set the tone. Um, well, I think we're going to put pressure on Rattler. Rattler, as he scrambles, can extend the plays with his legs. He can, you know, y'all apparently y'all got some wide receiver that thinks he's Jerry Rice <laughs> that's going up against our, our top guy. I, I'm actually interested in that matchup. Xavier Leggett. Xavier Leggett. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But get Wiggins matchup has been talked about all week. That's for sure. All week, man. It's like Superman versus Batman. You know, it's, you got to love it. But with Rattler, when he can scramble, that's when he's at his most dangerous because he can tuck it, pull it down, take it for 10, 15, 20. But at the same time, wide receiver can call their own audible, you know, pull away from the coverage, get open just for a small window. And I mean, Rattler is a a hell of a quarterback. You put it right there on on a dime. Boom, first down, you know, touchdown, whatever it can be. That's what kind of would make me nervous. I mean, that's why I hated Connor Shaw because it could be third and 34. And y'all would have five wide receivers out. And I'm like, Connor's going to send them all deep to the end zone and he's going to run for 40 yards. What would happen? He'd run for 40 yards. First down. And you're like, everyone knew what was going to happen but the defense. So that's what concerns me is – the, the magic that can happen in the rivalry. But I do think we'll win. The turnovers on our side are the are is it gonna be too loud for K? This is his first time in Columbia. Are y'all gonna be throwing stuff at us as usual? Probably. We gotta be prepared for it. Um I just my son wanted to go over at the dinner table the other day. He asked if we could go to the game and I was like, you know, Grammy said that I was never allowed to go to a game and he was like, well, you know, maybe this year will be different. And in my head, I'm like, no, it probably won't be. And so I asked my wife, I'm like, can we go? And she's like, eh, if you want to. And she sat there, she's like, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I would have a target on my back as soon as they know I was there. Because hey, we all got crazy fans. Let's call it what it is. I'm not saying my fans are any better than yours. I got idiot fans. You got idiot fans. But it, it just, you know, it is what it is. So, unfortunately, Xander and I are not going to the game this year. But, and uh, I wish, I wish I could go and it would be okay. 
I would have to sit in a box, though. That's the only thing. Tom, let me just say that I totally understand and respect where you're coming from. I will not be there either, but be there either. But we will be hosting a post-game call-in show immediately following the game. And so you can expect madness and chaos when oh, those are always the best. Oh, the yeah, call-in shows, I'll probably be in bed. I'm an old-timer now. Um, I say I'll be in bed. My ass will be awake watching the game. But, like, I, dude, it's, if they're late games, man, I'm, I get up every day at 5.30, man. Those, these late games – don't set me up for success. So I don't, I kind of hate them now. <laughs> well, Tom, this is electric, my friend. Best of luck on Saturday. Not too much, obviously, but uh, no, seriously, man, this is a really good time and I appreciate you doing it. Yeah, brother. No worries, man. Go Tigers. Have a great Thanksgiving. Tom, we'll cut it there, man. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I'm actually jumping on a Clemson show at five o'clock. That's why I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> no uh, worries, brother. Guys, uh, nachos and analysis. I don't know if you've heard of them or oh, those are good guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah said, hey. Yeah, no, they're cool. We've uh, we've done a lot of baseball stuff and some football, but yeah, we're about to talk about the game. So, dude, I appreciate it, man. I'll probably drop this tomorrow, but no, nah, this is good stuff. And by the way, I I wanted to say I felt you on that uh, the not going to games thing because I've reached that point as well where uh, I I just it's yeah. a it's a weird feeling being there knowing people are recording you and taking pictures of you without your consent. That's a that's a strange. Yeah, thing. I know the thing like I got like we're all, we're not recording more, right? I don't know. Where this is off record. This is off record. All right. So there was one time we were walking and this Gamecock kid like cussed out some like tiger lady. Like for like just walk by her and call her like blah blah blah. And I was like, yo, what the, like what are you doing? He gets in my face and pushes me. And then at, at that point, we didn't no punches were thrown, but it was a good and then someone hit me up on Twitter. Hey, I saw you. I was gonna come say hi to you, but you got into a fight. I'm like, oh my God, like I can't even can't take a piss without someone being like, I saw some time taking a piss. And I went back and I was like, no, it wasn't me. You know, trying to save face. I didn't want it, I didn't want it to go down. like saying like, I got into a big shoving match. Yeah. No, well, and, like uh, I, said, I, I, uh, I definitely down. get where you're coming from. So, and it sucks. It only takes one person, but it is what it is. So all good. It is what it is, brother. Well, listen, have fun. Tell those guys I said, Hey, Hey man, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, man. We'll talk soon. Yeah, brother. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.